I don't even think there's words to describe the feeling when you can smell a McDonald's fry. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Paxton Losher and I'm here with my co-host. Hey, it's Stockton Losher. Let's get into it. All right. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on like the inauguration? Anything you saw that was interesting? I thought that it was like really cool just to see the, all of their outfits and everything like I don't know, like Michelle was wearing and like the other presidents. I felt like yeah. it was like low-key a fashion show. Yeah, Michelle definitely popped off. Like just seeing what they were wearing and then like Lady Gaga, like literally looking like fucking Evie Trinket with the fucking Mockingjay okay, fucking bird. I'm going to say I didn't like what um, Lady Gaga wore. I, I thought like, it was kinda ugly. did. Like black and red. I didn't think it was bad. I kind of liked it. It was like a look and it was more focused on like, you I know, the like bird. It. And I think the black made what the, was bird the bird pop for? out. What was the bird for? Well, I think she did it intentionally. I feel like she always does something with a deeper meaning. It's like Wait, fucking Lady Gaga. can we Gaga. look up what that like, what it means? I don't if think you're gonna... it necessarily like... it. Ha- you don't wear that and it doesn't mean anything. No, I just said like, I think it means something deeper, but... I don't necessarily know what she was thinking when she wore it, but obviously everyone like online is saying, oh my God, it looks like the Mockingjay pen. Okay. So I just looked up Lady Gaga bird brooch. And the first article that comes up says Lady Gaga sends powerful message of peace with her inauguration brooch. That's how you say it, right? Brooch. Yeah, I think. So it's basically a symbol for peace. That's cute. I respect that. I just didn't love the outfit. I mean, it was okay. It kind of just looked like an oversized Christmas tree ornament, just like taped to her like chest. But like, honestly, it was still a vibe. Yeah, maybe maybe like the outfit itself had a deeper meaning that just went over my head. I'm not sure what was going on on her head, though. Because she kind of got like a braid going on, but like there's also like a black piece of... (laughs) something woven within it and it's just kind of like i don't know if it's really? a vibe do you see it i mean like it's that's not the first thing that came to my mind the first thing is like why is she wearing like a black turtleneck type shirt that i would wear when i was 12 when i wanted to go snowboarding i mean it's conservative it's like the inauguration she's not gonna like show off her body in like a meat suit this time no, you don't like have she's to literally show off singing your... the national anthem. No, she's gonna cover up. You don't need to like dress necessarily provocatively, but I just like I think her on her Instagram, like she wore this really nice like white outfit. It looked very presidential. I was like, oh, I thought she was gonna wear that, but I don't know. Who am I to judge? I think it's more symbolic the one she wore. I think it all kind of means something from like the big red of the dress below. I don't know. It, it probably like, is. But, like, that's just me taking a wild guess. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. She's Lady Gaga. Can we talk about, like, Shelly, though? Michelle? Yeah, her literally, her fit was, like, everything. Like, that belt could literally have... You made fun of her belt when she first walked out. (laughs) No, I fucking didn't. What? You were like, that belt, though. 
And I was like, that damn, mean she looks I, good. How does that mean I'm making fun of it? Well, usually it was just you... so like, it was such a statement. It was like, wow, like that belt though. Maybe that's what oh, I meant. Oh, okay. Let's twist the narrative a little I bit. I don't think I meant anything by that. You literally, like, when J-Lo, like, walked out, you were like, oh my god, like, here comes Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was wearing, looked, like, a frilly, like, shirt. Like She looked good, but it did kind of look a little bit like something a pirate would wear at their, like, funeral or something. Or I wedding. thought she was gonna, like, pull out a sword and start fencing <laughs> someone. I don't know. I wasn't a fan of it, but she sang well. You literally were like, why the fuck is she singing this song? Like, she I, can't sing another song with a better melody. She okay. It's literally <laughs> fucking tradition. This land is your land? Since when is that a tradition? That, that song sounded was boring more as hell. Like, that song sounded more like a nursery rhyme I'd hear in, like, Bible school. And, like, honestly, like, J-Lo is an amazing artist, but, like, I felt like she couldn't even really judge up the song, like... To make it interesting, it was she just wasn't a boring shaking song. her ass to it, <laughs> basically. But like, no, she has an amazing voice. But like, it's just like the song was so boring. And it I didn't was like, like portray her range or something. Yeah, maybe that's what you're getting at. To be honest, I expected her to come out singing Jenny from the Block. <laughs> like, but I should have known better. I was disappointed when I didn't see Kim Kardashian. Like, is that just me? I feel like if I saw her, like, my life would have been complete. When there was a glimmer of a shred of possibility that Kim Kardashian could have been the first lady. That, I, like, that got I, me through an entire fucking month I at think, one point. No, I I was going to say the same thing. It literally got me through a few weeks. But then, like, the possibility of Jeffree Star being first lady was almost <laughs> like, like... I can die now. Like, if that were to happen, I'd fucking... I would rest in peace. I would live and then die happily. I just, like, the fact that that would have even possibly, in another universe, probably been, like, a thing, like, makes just this whole, like, political, like, democracy, like, the whole presidential thing, like, so, like, fake to me. Can you... It just seems like the whole, like, you you sit in front of your couch and watch the inauguration, and it's just, like, you put your hand on the Bible, it's, like, you, like, repeat after me, and it's very, like, quick. I know it was, like, a whole day thing, but, like... Like, we needed Katy Perry to sing Firework for the 700th time. You know it's presidential when Katy Perry sings Firework in a white cape with slicked back hair. With a million-dollar fireworks display going off behind her. (laughs) I literally, like, I looked up on Google Katy Perry inauguration because I wanted to see, like, the performance. But one of, like, the first articles that pops up, the title states, Katy Perry switched up her inauguration lipstick at the last minute. (gasps) Oh, my God. Oh, my fuck. Literally, that's the first, like, article that, like, pops up. And then there's just, like, this tiny picture of Katy Perry just, like, smizing. Is that how you say it? Smizing? Like, smiling with your eyes. I don't know. I've never, never mind. But anyway, it's just like kind of iconic. So I was like, wow, that's like the news we got from the inauguration. I don't know. To me, it just seems like everything's just for show and it's glamorized and everything's just like, oh my God, like look at their outfits. Like they're walking and like they're playing the band music. Yeah. When literally it just kind of like sounded like a fucking pep rally. Like I was like at gym day again. In a way, in a way it was. It's just kind of like, like, here's the fucking football team. Here's the popular kids coming out of the fucking like gym door. And it's like fucking Michelle Obama. Here are all the crooked politicians that we're going to like celebrate. It's like, I don't know. And I'm not saying like, whatever. They're all crooked. I mean, I don't want to get political. No, I don't either. But I'm just just saying not all of them are, but like some of them are. And it's just kind of like, 
you know they really don't even want to be there but it's like (laughs) they're just waving and it's like i don't know it's kind of a mood i don't know why i just have an (laughs) aka trump who actually just didn't show up not showing up is my biggest mood okay but like does anyone else have like an odd obsession with michelle obama because like like let me know she has a podcast fuck i forgot about that we should listen to it. I, I think I know. Lis- like, I think we need to listen to it now. Yeah, we do. I listened to like three minutes of the first one, but I don't know what happened. But I need to like actually go back and like actually yeah. hear about it. I just I, love I, Michelle I just, Obama. I just hope it's like deep. Like she actually like goes deep on it and isn't just like, here's a podcast that I can make money off of because I'm Michelle Obama. No, I think she's deep. Okay. Well, we'll have to see. Love that. It, yeah. I don't know. I feel like she's such a vibe. Michelle Obama is literally the single-handed reason why your lunch lady would slam a bag of carrots onto <laughs> your tray at the checkout line at school. That, like, low-key made me hate my life. The fact that they'd put, like, an imitation, like, cup of, like, cuties onto your fucking tray and, like, expect you to eat it. And then, like, you put it back and then, like, they'd literally reach for a fucking fruit and throw it on your tray. And it's like, you have to it's eat like, that. It's like... The old, it's like they just need to see it on your tray. Like the fruit and the vegetables are literally just being thrown out. Yeah, we love Michelle. We don't really know why. We just kind of do. She gave us like fruits and veggies when we really didn't want them, but like we still like stand. We aspire to live that life one day where we can when we eat can be healthy and vegetables and enjoy them. Like I can literally see some apples at the corner of the room right now, but like, am I gonna eat them? We're literally getting we'll Domino's see. pizza after this. Loki, though. But enough about the inauguration. We actually did something cool the other day. Can you guys guess? Bum, <laughs> we went thrifting. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we're just like bored. <laughs> we're just like walking around with holes in our shirts and our pants. And we're just like... Maybe we should change that momentarily. Yeah. So we decided we were going to go thrifting with our friend and then see what happens. Yeah. So we decide to go to this place called Wilkes Bear. How did we decide on Wilkes Bear? Literally, our friend just said, let's go to Wilkes Bear. It's like something new. So we were like, okay, I'm down. <laughs> okay. So uh, we drive there. And we start getting closer and closer to, like, Wilkes-Barre, the area. And I, we haven't been there in a while. So, like, when we start getting closer, we're like, okay, this is different. We're just kind of uh, looking out the window and just, like, noticing, hey, like, the houses are getting a little crustier, like, the farther we get, like, into this, you know, area. area. Um, there's a little more police. And yeah, there's... Um, shivering people sitting on a sidewalk and then you'll just see like a 70 year old woman that kind of looks like liam neeson racing down the sidewalk with an empty shopping cart it's that kind of vibe i don't know it just kind of seemed like the deeper we were going like the shadier it was getting we're just listening to zara larson in the car as we're like driving past like a crime scene to go to salvation army in a town like we never like visit it was just such a mood but I was here for it. Yet we were also, like, really scared to, like, get out of the car. We, like, drove into the parking lot. And it was, like, it was a really big building. But it was also, like, 
It was a warehouse. It was like the Salvation like, Army warehouse. Yeah. The entrance was like a one door sort of entrance on the yeah. side of this entirely long, like huge ass, like structure building, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And it was like a crusty door. Do you know what I mean? It had like this film over it and like mm. these crumpled up signs. And it was like, okay, do you still yeah. want to do this? And then it's like, we see kind of some people who are maybe, I don't know, a little like fit the vibe of Wilkes Bear. And it's like, okay, well, like, do we blend in? Yeah. And not to be like, oh my God, like we're like these rich people. Cause we're obviously not, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like my friends and I, we give off like a different type of vibe than I feel like the small town, Pennsylvania, like conservative type people. <laughs> so it's like, are we going to walk into this place? And is everyone going to freaking like look at us and be like, what the fuck are you doing here? But also at the same time, we just walk in and it's fine yeah. and no one even gives a shit. So that's just me overthinking. We're just like, we walk in, nobody even bats an eye at us. We probably could have like stolen five things and left. It was literally quiet too. You could probably have heard like us like sniffing just to like smell this whole place out. Because I feel like when you step into like a Salvation Army, it's like, what smells are you like experiencing? Probably mostly mold. <laughs> It's it was like musty and then I got like a tobacco kind of Yeah, yeah, yeah. smoker's vibe. When you walk in you see just like rows and rows and rows of like clothing, but what I find really interesting about like the Goodwills and the Salvation Armies is that it's different variations of the same clothing. I don't know. I just like <laughs> I was so down for this whole like thrifting idea and everything. And then I'm the type of person that gets there and I'm like, wait, I don't want to be here anymore. And I was just looking around and I was, it's like, yeah, you have your brown and yellow mucus stained shirts to the right. And you have your like khakis, like size 38 waist to your left. Huge ass store. There's it was huge, but they had the same shit. There. It was like all the same shit. You were like looking for like, I what don't seems know. like an hour. I, I feel like because it was a huge ass place, it was tons of clothing, honestly. And it was honestly intimidating because it's like, I want to look at everything. But it's like, I'm going through each freaking t-shirt, making sure I don't go past a gem. And it's like, you come over to me and you're like, can we leave? And it hasn't even been like, what, half an hour? A half hour is so much or time at a place even, like that. It was probably like 20 minutes and no, you like no, no, wanted no. to go. Because there, Stockton, there was nothing there. All the like clothes were like... Tell that you, to my you know huge you, ass bag that I left the store with. Yeah, I, I didn't found really love any of stuff. your picks. I didn't really love... You don't need to love any of my picks. I just kind of thought you were, like, looking at shit and he would, like, hold up something and be like, I just really love the color. And then he would put it on and he would look like a stepped-on candy no, wrapper, like, the wearing The color <laughs> of that jacket. jacket was on point. It was just a little crusty around the edges. So I put it back. That's why you have to spend, I feel like, a lot of time sifting through everything so you can find that one magical piece. But for me, I value my time more than I do, like, sifting through. Like, I I feel disgusting. Like, I feel like an actual... Your hands start to get, like, a little, like, film on them. <laughs> and it's like, Your why hands... are my hands, like, dusty right now? <laughs> no, you literally start turning into a dust ball, going up and down the aisles, like, <laughs> looking through all the clothes. You get used to the smell, though, I feel like, because it's like, you go nose blind, but it, it's really disgusting. But you do it for, like, the chance of having a $6 fucking jacket that you love. Oh my god, this jacket. Okay, Tell so them where you got this jacket after from. After we go to Salvation Army, we're like... Well, after that, we ate. I don't oh, know if you want to go into the whole yeah. eating situation. So then after we went to that initial Salvation Army, we were like, we're hungry. So 
And if there's a Chick-fil-A like less than 30 minutes from you, like you're going to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We get there. And it's like the line is like literally like an anaconda, like wrapping around oh, the yeah. entire parking lot. And it's like, where do you even like go? It was like kind of ridiculous how long that line was and how willing we were to wait in it. Well, of course, I would, like we weren't going to go to Cracker Barrel. <laughs> that was like the other option across the street. We're sitting in line trying to get our order together. And we're just like... We're just vibing, just being fun, little, cute, quirky friends in our car. Pretty much. There's not There's much to that. There's nothing much to that story. I just think it's funny how, like, extra the employees are. Not that they're extra, but I think it's like they go out of their way to make you know how great... That they're having a good day and <laughs> wanted you to know. <laughs> it's like we roll up and the first thing the person says is, How are you today? It's a beautiful day at Chick-fil-A. What can I get for you? And it's like... It was so polite, and I was like, thank you. But it was like a rehearsed polite. It's not like they genuinely feel that I'd way. like that better than, like, McDonald's drive throughs They're like, what do you want? <laughs> and it's like, I love... You feel, don't, you feel so disgusting, like, asking for, like, obviously the fact that you're getting McDonald's. It's like, it's not a favorable option, but you do it. But then it's like, also the service you get is absolutely degrading. <laughs> <laughs> to your soul and it's like they're angry at the fact that you're here eating their food and you're also angry that you're eating their food so it's like no one's fucking happy and you're also eating this fucking burger or chicken that's literally like probably in the corner of the room just on the floor <laughs> that they're going to pick up and throw on a bun and throw <laughs> it into the fucking microwave quicker than you can say like fuck so wait but okay I, I know what you mean, but at the same time, like, at McDonald's, I almost like that experience. Because, like, they're not getting paid enough for what they're doing. And they're letting you know that. So you like that? You don't need to be nice to me. We can coexist and you take my order and give me my food. Then we can part ways. I don't like forced niceness. I do like someone to be a little bit, like, polite and, like, awake on the job and not act like... Like, they're waiting for you to finish your order. But, like, I can also get it. Like, they're at McDonald's. So it's, like, it's not necessarily, like... I'm not saying it's not a desirable job, but, like... It's McDonald's. It's, like, $2 for a fucking family meal. Actually, it's kind of expensive. When, you, like... it It is expensive, but it's obviously less expensive than if you went to some other, like, dining out place. Your The service, it just kind of goes to show that, like, you get what you pay for, service included. Like... You're literally going to have people like actually be mean and like not like the fact that you're in their presence because they have to work at fucking McDonald's and serve you. I think the way I see it is that it helps me grow like thicker skin and like that employee was just kind of like rude to me, but like I could take it. Now I can do anything and I have fries, albeit they're kind of cold, but I have fries. I guess that's all that matters. I feel like you feel so, like, productive and, like, you just did something. Or maybe this is just my social anxiety. Like, after I go through the drive-thru and it's like you have your food. You have the hot, steaming, greasy bag in your hands. And it's like, now you get to fucking eat it and do whatever the fuck you want. It's like, (laughs) you just went through a drive-thru, ordered, and probably had to accommodate to other people's orders who were ordering through you in the back seat. And then you drove to two windows, literally paid. You were wearing a fucking mask. You were being polite. You were conversing with another human being, getting your social, like, experience for the day. (laughs) Then you have your fucking greasy-ass fucking food that you can purge with your two friends in the back. 
you drive somewhere, you sit your fat ass down <laughs> and you're just like vibing because you just did that. We're just like eating right now and like nobody <laughs> needs to say anything to anyone because like our holes are stuffed. Yes. Your hole is graciously being used. I mean, does anyone experience that like moment when it's like you're you begin to eat your fast food or, or whatever food you get with like your friends or if it's just you and your sibling or whatever and it's like everyone fucking shuts up yeah and no it's one's dead talking. silence it's like no one even has to like question it it's like it's implied that shut the fuck up i'm <laughs> eating my chicken tenders and fries right now it's like give me the fucking ketchup you'll just like see a hand go quick as fuck into the bag grab some fucking ketchup and they're out nobody wants to be bothered if you need a napkin you say napkin it's it's it's, it's in a your quick, hand it's a quick transaction <laughs> it's in your hand within less than a and second. if it's fucking not you better bitches will get mad because if you don't have something like given to you within 0.2 seconds of your experience with like fucking mcdonald's it's like grudges will be held if you don't get like that hand sanitizer like 0.3 seconds after the food is in the car somebody's getting fucking bitch slapped somebody's getting literally because it's like i feel like like especially with fast food and like the iconic mcdonald's fries it's like something happens with your brain or something when it's in your presence it's it's, cocaine it's literally (laughs) the moment they hand you that steaming bag of fucking (laughs) hot cocaine it's like everyone's eyes like go full fucking pupil and it's like (laughs) everyone (laughs) it's like everybody's pupils just dilate and like words I'm- i don't even think there's words to describe the feeling when you can smell a mcdonald's fry fresh at that oh my god wait oh wait, my god wait. I, I i knew you would like rejog this after i said that no this was so funny so when we were out with our friends thrifting whatnot stockton needed to use the bathroom and like we go we see a mcdonald's so we like <laughs> this curve over to the mcdonald's and like we walk in and there's like a line so we're waiting in line Because we thought we were going to eat there, like, whatever. Yeah, because it was, like, right across the street. And, of course, Stockton has to take a 20-pound steaming shit. No! So, I literally just had to pee, for the record. But also, (laughs) we walk in, and there's the bathrooms are right there. But there's, like, this big, like, podium or something they just put in the, like, front of the bathrooms. To, like, block you off from using them. And then there's, like, signs on the door saying, temporary clothes. We are sorry for the inconvenience. And then, like, literally, we're like, oh, I guess we can't use the bathroom. So, it was kind of like, oh, well... I guess, like, I'm not going. And then, like, two seconds later, like, an employee comes from the kitchen and just, like, casually walks straight into the bathroom. <laughs> and it's, like, okay, vibes. So, maybe I mean, the employees could use it, but not well, the I'm customers. Well, I'm sure they have to... They can't pee in the fucking kitchen. They, like, gotta go somewhere. I guess it was with COVID and whatever. Yeah. But I literally just, like... I was, like, oh, my God, should I do it? And I think you and, like, our friend were, like, do it. She yeah, did. We <laughs> so, I was, like, I quickly scoot into the bathroom. And I'm, like, oh, my God, I did it. And guys, I don't necessarily feel bad about this because an employee walked in without a mask, full on walked in without a mask and walked past us. (laughs) And then she was like putting her hand over her mouth to like, are you kidding me? Yeah. As if that was her mask (laughs) and walked right past us and thought nobody would notice. Wait, I I don't think I don't necessarily think they're even playing by the rules. So anyway, that's that's why that's why that's justified. But and when you have to go, you have to go. I mean, she probably couldn't get to her mask in a quick enough time. She probably had the shits. She was probably snacking on fries. Whatever. We, we can't p- pin that against her. I don't her. know. It's like, 
your hand is not the new mask. Let's get it together. It's kind of a vibe, though. But anyway, back to what you were saying. But anyways, so we're all waiting in line and the guy in front of us is so funny. He's like rubbing his hands together as he's like looking at the menu and he's like (laughs) "Mm," like picturing himself eating the food before he's even ordered it. And the cashier is just kind of like standing there just like looking at him. And then he's like, let me get a number two. And then he was like, and let me get a large fry fresh. This is me. Like, I was peeing during this. I wish I was there. He literally... Wait, I thought you were there. I didn't hear him say anything. Oh, maybe you weren't. But me and Sarah were just standing there. And he's, like, eyeing up the menu. He's, like, saying, like, specifically how he wants his food cooked. I need to start ordering like that. Like, you need to make sure they give you fresh fries. Because, like, they're not cheap. I feel like it's all in how you order it. If they'll actually give you what you want. Like, I feel like when you're so, like, enthusiastic like that. And you're, like... I want fresh, crispy, this or that. Yeah. It's like, they'll be like, all right, yeah, they do kinda, that. they're going to do it. They don't want to, but like, because it's like, you're there. Because you're actually like a beam of light in their life. <laughs> and they kind of feel like morally like obligated to like now make your fries extra crispy because you were so <laughs> positive yeah. and made them happier. Like then they'll do it. But uh-huh. I feel like <laughs> with you and me, when we order stuff, oh. you are so fucking specific. And it's so annoying mean? about your order. Your like crispy chicken sandwich has to be plain. It has How to is be... that like? That's literally I less remember. work for them. I remember. It was like, this is honestly like literally how you still order it. Like you'll get the crispy chicken sandwich, but like just the meat in the bun. No, I like lettuce on mine. Okay, Let's but, be clear. I am no, like, but, like a healthy a, bitch. No, but I do ago, like that extra lettuce on it. Ago, it gives it some crunch and it's like a nice little cool taste. No, but I remember growing up, you didn't want the lettuce. You just wanted the fucking meat in the fucking bread. And you got upset when they didn't do it the right way. And there was like mayo on it. I hate mayo. Almost What's like, wrong with that? I'm not necessarily saying there's something wrong with it, but you know, it's kind of like... The sandwich has, like, five ingredients on it, and then you, like, say to take everything off, and you expect, like, an incompetent, like, McDonald's employee, like, not to say that they all are, but I feel like a lot of the times they're fucking, like, in the clouds. Like, you kind of have to expect them to fucking mess up. How do you mess a up a plain that chicken like, sandwich? It's, but it's, like, fucking less work. Because, like, can you imagine making that sandwich? <laughs> Stockton, it's like the putting... Chick-fil-A sandwiches are like that. It's, like... Bun, bread, pickles, bread. That's it. They are very simple, but I know at McDonald's they have like fucking 20 fucking ingredients to try to mask the fact that they're serving you horse meat. <laughs> but it's also, I feel like the McDonald's employee is different than the Chick-fil-A employee. Well, the Chick-fil-A, I think we've, the I think, Chick-fil-A. I think we've distinguished those two differences. Literally, you have a McDonald's employee like literally looking you up and down at the drive-thru <laughs> when they finally get a chance to actually judge you face-to-face. <laughs> and then you have like a Chick-fil-A employee who's like, oh my god, I love that you're here. I feel like the Chick-fil-A employee has a literal gun to their head when they have to be that <laughs> nice to you. Like, I, I can't like... imagine being that nice to so many people, however many days you're working. They're probably working like at least four or five days a week. Well, how many of them do you think are Christians? Bruh. I mean, you never know. It's not necessarily enough time to get to know them as a human when you're going through a drive-thru and there's like 50 cars behind you. But But I feel like they're so like fake. I feel like at Chick-fil-A, they're almost kind of like judging you. But like you would, it's worse because like you don't really know what's going through their heads because it's like they have to give you a smile. They have to say it's a beautiful day at Chick-fil-A. It's almost like so robotic that it's like, okay, well, like, yeah, it's nice in a sense to be like talked to politely and like nicely. But it's also like 
they literally have like a manager like with a taser behind their back <laughs> like literally enforcing them to be this certain type of way and i feel like that's it's a like hard there's job no, yeah it's like there's no personality it's like they're all like one way they're all super nice and helpful it's like where's the one that talks back where's the one that has a little bit of attitude who's I mean, gonna spit in my meal i don't think they can afford to hire people like that when they have like fucking 50 cars waiting at the drive through i don't know maybe it's like they're actually poisoning them or like giving them something in their lunch break like in their food to make them or maybe they're like slip pills like happy pills into their like are you serious or something because like no dead ass like no but it's every chick-fil-a you go to it's like they're so nice it's like i've never experienced that type of specific like niceness from any other kind of establishment or restaurant like chick-fil-a it's like so specific and it's like okay what what are we doing here like give me my fucking food you can be nice but it just kind of seems like there's someone like it's a little over the top someone has like a gun to your like crotch right now (laughs) as you're like literally typing this in but anyway (laughs) oh but anyways so back to mcdonald's so basically we were having this guy is ordering his food and like he's just like eyeing up the menu he's like making it like so entertaining for us at least we were like sorry that's our dog whining in the background it's fine she's just like (laughs) But anyways, we're like waiting for him to be done, whatever. And then out of nowhere, Sarah's just like, wait, do they have a Chick-fil-A around here? And then the guy who just like the same ordered, guy, the who same guy so enthusiastic who, about his who meal. got his fresh fries. The same guy literally turns to us and he's like, yeah, there's a Chick-fil-A down the road. And we're like, oh, my God, really? Thanks. And then we bounce. We used their bathroom and we booked it. You took a hot, steamy shit in their toilet and then you left. I fucking peed, but then I didn't flush because I didn't want them to know (gasps) that I was in the bathroom. How would they have heard the flush? I don't know. I'm just like paranoid. But anyway, we fucking book it at a McDonald's and we're on our way to Chick-fil-A. Did we, we already talked about Chick-fil-A though. Yeah. So we kind of covered that. We felt like shit after we ate that Oh my food. God. We literally are sitting in the parking lot eating our fucking Chick-fil-A. And it's after, it's getting to that point where we start to like realize that there's other people in the car with us and that's us. <laughs> and we're like regaining consciousness and we're like, okay, now we're going to start talking a little bit. We're like murmuring and like, we're starting to like realize that we all exist and we just ate Chick-fil-A. And now and there's grease like funneling down our intestines <laughs> right now. And we're as... just like, hey. And we're like reintroducing <laughs> ourselves as people to like my twin and our friend. We're literally like, what just happened? Like, where are we? <laughs> we just fucking like. Why are we in a Chick-fil-A fuck... parking lot? <laughs> How did we get here? And it's so true. I feel like after you eat the food and it's like you have that high almost. And it's like just like the ingredients and like to later find out that they literally put like 80 plus ingredients in a fucking chicken sandwich at chick-fil-a that's just, detestable it to fucking me. scares you, you know that chicken will never go bad but at the same time it's the best fucking chicken i like i'll ever eat you think so loki sometimes i think mcdonald's is a little better I- <gasps> mcdonald's kind of tastes like you're eating like actually something else like no, an no, alien no, 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 no. type shit I'm, I'm trying to correct myself if you get like nuggets from like mcdonald's the first three fucking bomb amazing but after you eat that fourth one something hits different and you're like whoa you start what fucking shaking <laughs> you're like what am i doing right now holy shit you're like holding the nugget and it's like your hand is like shaking and you're like your vision is blurred <laughs> 
You're like, I need to put this down, but like also I just paid for it. So like I'm gonna finish it. It should be inside of you if you gave them like your extra nickel. Because money, money, you money. paid for it, you're gonna ingest Corporate it. America. Exactly. And you're hungry and there's no food at the house. Yeah. So like we're beginning to realize that fast food makes you feel like shit. So we're just sitting in the car and like, <laughs> now what? So we finish eating, like, pretty much about to barf, but, like, not quite. Mind you, this is the worst part of the day. Like, I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but, like, around 3, 4 o'clock, I kind of get, like, you know how people get seasonal depression? I get, like, that, but at 3 and 4 in the middle, like... So every day. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Because it's that time where it's, like, it's past the afternoon and it's getting dark, but it's not quite there yet. And you really don't know what to do with yourself as a human. You just ate Chick-fil-A and it just heightens the entire experience. And it's just like, it's almost like you're on fucking drugs. It's like a bad trip. It's like you crash. (laughs) It's like, obviously when you get that high, it's like, it's amazing. And you like feel great. And it's like the foods are fucking jacked up. But then it's like afterwards you feel like shit when it wears off. And it's like, we're fucking like actually hung over from Chick-fil-A in the parking lot right now. And it's 3 PM. Like what the fuck are we going to do next? You're like, I just ingested probably like 15 chicken beaks and I'm like, <laughs> and Beetlejuice. <laughs> but honestly, you forget about it. You forget about it. Cause that. you have to for your own mental health. We got so, too much to worry about. Well, we got to, at this point, we got to do something else. So what else do we do? So what we do is, Actually, we kind of got into a little debate because you didn't want to go thrifting anymore. After I one, after Sucked one in. fucking thrifting store, you we were there go. for an hour, and it was such a big place. And, and I, I found fucking three good ass things. I wouldn't have chosen. Okay, that. they're not amazing, but like I needed fucking shit. I sold all my shit at Plato's Closet. So then Sarah and I are kind of just like wanting to do something else and not just go straight back home because i feel like it's depressing clouds are gray it's like three going on 4 p.m it's like let's do something else like we have time and we only went to one thrift store so let's find something else around here we can probably find something cute so sarah looks up like you know nearby thrifting stores so she finds one and i kid you not i start laughing like hysterically and i'm just like what the fuck did you just tell me she's like there's one called christian clothing But we're all just kind of, like, laughing at it. And it's like, okay, like, what makes this clothing Christian? Like, let's check it out. So, like, we get there and it's, like, kind of this, like, low-key trashy, but, like, also, like... It was, like, a pretty big building. Like, it would be, like, the size of, like, almost a Salvation Army. And then, like, and the outside, the exterior of the building was, like, a weird lime green color. It was, like, a weird choice of paint color for, like, a thrift shop labeled christian clothing and then yeah and then big letters on the top it big says, ass fucking letters like they are not ashamed christian clothing big letters in the center of frack so you bro. know so you know that this clothing is christian and we're just sitting there in the parking lot and we're like let's do it but paxton didn't want to go in okay guys i it was depression hour i didn't want to go into a store called christian clothing it's like am i really gonna find something that i need there Am well, I really you gonna... don't know unless you go in. I was just, like, not in the headspace. Like, I was not in the mood. So, yeah. You basically didn't feel like going in. That's fine. You stay in the car. And then, like, I think I locked you in. So, Sarah and I go into the place. And we're just like, okay, well, it's chill. Like, I mean, they had secular music on. But, you know, not all Christians are the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's chill. There's not really anyone there. I'm actually at one point, like, looking to see if there's actually anyone in the store to, like, ring me out. Because, like, I'm starting to find some stuff. 
But then there's like this lady who mentions like, oh, today's like 50% off everything. So like, great. So then I like snap you and I'm like, oh, come in. It's chill. And And I'm like like, in the car, like, and I get it. And I'm like thinking to myself, like my college decision wasn't as hard as the decision I made that day to go into that store. I was literally weighing the pros and the cons. I was like, (laughs) do I do it? Do I go into Christian clothing or do I stay here and just be unbothered? But then I get a snap text from Stockton saying, come in, it's chill. And I got the vibe and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So I open the fucking door to the car and the alarm just starts blaring. I like look out as as soon as I hear like the car alarm like fucking like blaring. And I'm like, why is he fucking like sprinting into Christian clothing? It's just a fucking car alarm. And I like put my key out and I like quickly hit it. And it's just like you were like low-key dramatic as fuck, but like it's fine. It was so loud. Stockton, you out of anybody should like know, like your ears, like there's I'll no crunch. One, there's... I'll like I'll like crunch on like a chip and Stockton's like I have a migraine. <laughs> like, you do chew like really honestly very annoyingly. I will say that, but that's for another time. So I walk I into the store you. and I know I'm okay when I start hearing Ariana Grande on the radio. I'm like, okay, I'm in a safe space. We're safe. It's oh just like God. so weird because it's like this fucking chill ass store. Like you wouldn't think that the place is called Christian Clothing. It's just like another like basic ass thrift store. And then it's like, we're literally the only ones here and like the only car in the parking lot. And I'm just like with Sarah and we're just like vibing and like going through the like lanes of clothing. And then I'm just like taking my main character energy to the back where I see like one giant island of like lost toys where like these like dirty, disgusting, moldy, like (laughs) toys that look like they've actually seen like multiple traumas in their lifetimes abandoned at the back of the store. And like, I'm just walking past them, like reflecting on my life. Like what has this goldfish that has yellow eyes what is this scene that i like and like am experiencing it literally like literally sarah and i are like looking at the fucking fake balenciaga and like paxton's (laughs) over in the corner and he like brings me a fucking stuffed animal and he's like look at this (laughs) and i'm like okay but we're like here to shop You're just, like, over in the fucking corner, and I go in that fucking corner. It smelled like fucking disgusting chemical-ass fast food armpit, if you know what I mean. Anyway, I get a jacket that I like. It low-key looks like I'm straight out of Seinfeld when I wear it, but, like, I liked it, and it was, like, puffy, warm, $12. But then it's, like, also the 50% off. So I got When she said that, like, your eyes almost popped out of your head. My eyes dilated and were, like, vibing to the sound of her voice. Christian clothing, who knew? Got a six dollar fucking jacket <laughs> from Christian clothing. I'll always have that memory now. And I love that. And I will too. And I wish I fucking bought that fish. But it's still probably I probably had fucking like a well, dead I baby would... hand in the middle of it. I don't want to separate it from its friends. True. It probably had social like It was probably nervous. It was like <sighs> It probably had, like, a whole support group of, like, other lost toys that it was, Yeah, you don't want to, like, strip it away from its homies. So that was our thrifting experience. Yes. It was Um, honestly pretty fun. I liked it. Yeah. um, If you want to thrift with some friends and have some interesting stories, just go to Wilkes-Barre. They've really got it all, honestly. I just have something to get off my chest. So do you remember when we got Domino's the other day? Yeah. And we pull into the parking lot, and did you notice the um, the car that was kind of like a, a spot away from us? 
Yeah, yeah. Did you see the truck? It wasn't a truck. It was like a CRV type car. Did you see like the type of people that were in it? Because I did. No, but I saw a truck. There was a truck, but it wasn't that one. But anyways, do you ever like see, I'm going to call them hype bros. Where (laughs) Are we talking like the athletic tryhard type or the kind that wears like stitched jeans from like zoomies um i actually think it was a mix of both but anyways these typically come in forms of groups of boys from like four to five people they only exist in groups of people because if you found one by themselves they would probably disintegrate into oblivion as they should it's like a clan yeah so basically they're in a car and i noticed them and i just kind of glance over it wasn't me like going out of my way and being nosy it was just like my head naturally turned that way because i needed to to actually get out of the car and i just kind of noticed they're just kind of like sitting there like they look like they're eating pizza whatever in the parking lot they're like a spot over from us you could hear music like thumping from the car you know they have backwards hats they have like you know like the 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 weird the fragile masculinity type yeah 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 so like i start walking into the dominoes and i get the pizza and then this is pretty quick what happened and then i walk out of the store with the pizza and i go back to the car and i'm like open the door and i'm trying to put like the pizza down And I just hear a scream, like one of the loudest screams I've ever heard. And then I look behind me and it's the car with the hype bros in it, literally leaving like quick as fuck out of the parking lot. Yeah. That annoys the fuck out of me. (laughs) It's just like, why? It's just kind of like, you got me. I don't even know if that was aimed at us or not. I don't think it was aimed at us. I walked out and there was like a Domino's employee that parked next to us and he was between us and the hype bros. And I think they yelled at like the Domino's employee that was going in, which was so rude, by the way. And it honestly, it was so loud, like it scared me. And I was like, what the fuck? And I turn around and I see these like actual scumbags skirting off, like laughing. And like, I feel like this isn't the first time that that type of shit has happened. And it's like, honestly just kind of really annoying and i need to address it because it's like these people are so insecure if you are a hype bro that does this type of thing you're ugly like physically like you are ugly (laughs) and i'm not ashamed of saying that and i will say it till the day i die because it's it begins with the inside and it it kind of pours into your physical appearance appearance What goes through your mind where you need to scream at the top of your lungs and, like, genuinely scare people around you? I think it's more so a cry for help in another, like, way for them. It is a cry for help. It's literally them screaming. It's it's like they don't know how to get out of their situational type broness, so they need to actually scream and vocalize, like, help. And then mask it as we just like pranked them. We got them. It's like, congratulations. You just screamed in a parking lot and scared three people. That just solidifies everything that I've ever thought about these types of people just by looking at their physical appearances. They have like SoundCloud accounts with like bleached perms and like oversized fits with like 
those really skinny patterned jeans that you know what I'm talking about, yet I don't know how to describe them because they're that one type of jean that you look at and you literally just want to like disintegrate and turn yourself into a banana peel in the trash can. No, I know which ones you're talking about. They're like the wash on them is like destroyed acid. You're supposed to like look at them and be like, whoa, those jeans are thick. And they had like rips in them, yet they like fixed the rips and put some cool pattern over it. And it's like, that's the vibe. They literally wear like the fake Gucci t-shirts that make sure you're aware they can afford an imitation. And they'll literally buy like, like I said, imitation luxury brand shoes, yet have a hissy fit if someone says that their Yeezys from famous footwear are fake. They pose on Instagram like they're A-list celebrities and like will look precariously to the side of the screen like they're literally the just casually, lo- candidly here and some photographer is taking their pictures for them, yet the likes just speak for themselves. And then the caption will be like, every day we lit or <laughs> or Saturdays are for the boys. The most original thing oh, I can God. think of. They wear, like, those really big, like, structured baseball caps that you find at, like, I don't know, like, sports stores or, like, a gas station. That's, like, their distinguished, like, characteristic is, like, if they wear those fucking baseball hats. It's, like, what can I put on my body that will, like, make me... Make others look at me and think I'm cool. This is a PSA to the hype bros who scream in parking lots. Just, like, fuck yourself, honestly. Oops. I don't know. Maybe that's just Maybe that's just us. Maybe it's just us. Maybe it's not true. Maybe it's completely false. Maybe we're just wrong. None of it's accurate. Maybe it's a farce. Maybe we're just jealous. Maybe it's incorrect. Maybe maybe we don't know what we're talking about. Maybe we're just fucking idiots. Maybe we have actually no clue why we're on this planet right now. Maybe we're just dumb. Maybe we actually don't have brains. But that's just our opinion. Just a little rant. Thanks. Next. But, um... Yeah, I mean, I'd say that was pretty much, like, what you've missed for the past three weeks. Yeah, we did go MIA a little bit. We haven't... Do we even get into it? No. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just bounce. Literally. Literally. um, Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Yeah. Um, We love you guys. Um, If you want to reach out to us and, like give us a recommendation of like what we could talk about, what we should do, like DM us on Instagram if you want. Yeah. I think, I mean, I thought of the idea of like putting up like a poll on Instagram or something and like asking like you guys like to like comment and give us some ideas or like, I don't know, any stories that like you you would want us to like tell tell or or, like like, talk on or like just like give our opinions on or whatnot. So yeah, like I don't know, maybe we'll do that on Instagram stories or something soon. Yeah. We're yeah, we're trying to like engage with you guys more. It's a little hard because I don't have an excuse, but <laughs> all right. I mean, it's hard for everyone right now in life, whether it's mental health, everything. I feel like everyone's has an excuse to be like just a little bit like lax about life. Fucked up. <laughs> But anyways, so thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you've made it all the way through, we appreciate you and love you so much. Yeah, smooches. And um, we'll see you in the next episode. Yeah, we'll see you guys there. Bye.